0: Pay. Give him a sack second to please his mind Give them quail well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country And take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas, I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas, I want to see how far this country goes.
1: Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan. Live from the bunkhouse.
0: Come away, come away. You going the
1: no, you break the uh, sound barrier and it just blows your eardrum out. All right, crank them up, man. Crank them up. It up. All right, it's the Outdoor Zone, live in a bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 104.9 The Horner, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio here in the beautiful Lone Star State. Honored to be that designated ambassador for the outdoors. Uh, My name is T.J. Graney, and that is... Cody Ryan with the broken chair again, but
0: still broken chair. I got a headset that's got one side working, <laughs> and the other, the other side. I know, dang rats, but, mice got in here and ate the cord. The cable you know, I again. was
1: talking to somebody yesterday who is a service guy over at uh, a dealership, and he said, uh, "Your insurance will pay for new headphones." No, oh, maybe. Uh your insurance, your auto insurance will pay for if a mouse gets in and eats your wiring system or something like that. Yeah. That the insurance will cover that. Yeah. That he said that every once in a while they'll get a car in there where, you know, a, a mouse or something got in and ate through the wires. And these wiring harnesses on these new cars, $10,000 to replace them.
0: So I heard that there's a reason that, you know, you get mice in there is because the old wiring harnesses that they, I guess the, the grease that they use on the wiring harnesses to, to build the actual wire, to run the wire through the plastic. Made out
1: of peanut butter and honey?
0: No, but I guess there's some element of uh, of some type of grease that, you know, is... I don't know. They need to make a food. It's like bacon grease it. or something. I think. <laughs> like bacon you want to know
1: where your bacon grease is going? That's right. It's going on the wiring harness. Yeah. I'm Obviously, telling. American-made cars
0: <laughs> made in Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> produced in China. Uh, welcome. Yay! Yeah. Hey. Uh, salt dog is here with us too. Yep, salt dog. One arm, the- salt dog. He's the ranch hand
1: that gets here ahead of us, makes sure the gates get open and the pot belly stove gets going, which thank you very much for doing that this morning because, my golly, it just takes the edge off of things.
0: He's not quite a pirate because he doesn't have one leg, but he has one arm now. <laughs> one armed salt dog. Man, that just sounds cool, you know? Anyway, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, Beefsteak is not in the house. Beefsteak's been sick all week. Yeah. Um, so, really interested in how this is going. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we his, put it all together. Just, his right hand guy on his deer lease, yeah, Ricky Burr, best buddy on the deer lease, right? Rick Burr, yeah, got the got a mo pneumonia. Yeah, and was in the hospital for all last week. Yeah. And so I mean, I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." He's never sick. And then so beef steak, he was sick all this week. Wife finally said, "You're going home, going to bed." But was in bed three days. Went to the doctor yesterday, and they said, "Dude, you got pneumonia." And so those two guys had pneumonia. Now there's there's a couple of things that are we're trying to piece together spread. So we're trying to. They both weekends. They were at the deer lease. They killed some big old hogs. Yeah. They got in the trap. So 100 plus pound hogs, big old hogs. And I was saying you need to be checking because you might have hog
0: villiculitis or something. You know, you breathe in some hog air or something. Pneumonia spread person to person by contact with infected person's mouth or when small droplets that become airborne from coughing or sneezing mouth to so mouth contact is there a little bit said. too close <laughs> in that? In that deer, deer, came. Um, <laughs> deer. <laughs> I'm glad we deer did not came. get on that lease <laughs> <laughs> and give those guys a hard time cuz neither one of them can talk right now even you know, recovering from that and we just but it was serious i mean you know. Well, pneumonia's serious. You know, yeah. we were
1: really worried about Ricky Burr. We were afraid something's going on with him, you know, that you did you start getting old like him and you just never know what could happen. Man, you just just keep it going. <clears throat> so, um I was at the ranch for a couple of days this week, took Joe Don down there. He's uh so Joe Don was Jody Mays. He was uh, my pastor. Yeah. Our pastor for years. And he retired, and now he just kind of freelance preaches around and helps
0: us with... (laughs) Freelance preacher. (laughs) Yeah. He's for hire, if you would like to book him, you can... He's, you know, he's pretty good. Book through Uh, me, pays me 20% commission. (laughs) You know, that's not a bad idea, I have a booking (laughs) service for preachers.
1: And uh, so, but I took him out many, many years ago for his first deer hunt and shot his first doe. Well, took him out this week. We snuck out to the ranch, and uh, he shot his first buck. Oh yeah, he had he. I said, "You shoot anything you want." I said, "The, the big bucks are chasing. Go out there." You, I said, "Wait now, wait, because there's some big ones. Yeah, you might see a really big one." Yeah, and uh, and he shot his first buck, and um, but while he was in the stand, and I heard him shoot because I heard. I knew where he was on the ranch. Right. And uh, and I had the biggest, so I'm in a bow stand, one right. that you hunted out of, um, so you know it. Uh, I was in that same stand um, that morning. Was it in the morning? No, it was in the evening. Yeah. And No, it was in the morning. Yeah, it was in the morning. It was, the was morning. in the morning. Morning. And the uh, group, first group of deer came in about 7 a.m., then they left, and then the second group of deer came in about 8.30. Yeah. And by then, you're in the stand two hours, but I had the biggest nine-point buck that I've ever had, and it would have been my biggest deer ever if I'd stuck it. Nah. No, it would have been the biggest deer ever,
0: period, bar none. In the world. And
1: I passed on it.
0: Yeah. That's, which is, which kind of blows my mind. It blows my mind. I'm thinking, why did you do that? Because
1: you're like...
0: That little four point, I got it. I mean, look at the way that one horn twists on the right hand side. He's got to get out of the gene pool. He, <laughs> I know. I'm he does terrible about work. that. He, and, I and, at, and I was looking, and there was
1: one. There, there was another one of those weird twisty horn ones um. that was there with him. You know what? I thought, okay, I should kill that one. Really, I should I really line them up. Want to kill
0: that one? Just line them up. <laughs> Just put an arrow Skew through both them pole.
1: together. <laughs> uh, but and and I'd been watching this deer for. Like two or three weeks, he'd never come around. He, he I gave me two perfect broadsides, sh- just lolly gagging along, and I passed. And the next day, I thought I'm sticking him. I'm going to stick him. Right. And I went out there, and he never showed up. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited.
0: So, <coughs> oh, and now says you can only hear me in the background. Uh, somebody just text. Can you hear me now?
1: Can you hear me now? So I, uh, well, you are in the background. (laughs) So I, I, uh, now at the ranch, we've switched over because we're the ranch is MLD and we've got 30 doe tags that have to be used up. Now they've switched to doe tags. So yeah, I may not get a chance to stick the big boy.
0: Well, I knew that that was, I mean, there's a lot of does that got to get shot. I know and there's some big ones too early in the season. The
1: big ones are out and about, you know, I've, I've seen quite a few big ones right there. So I'm interested in sticking a couple of big does. Um, all right, well, that's, uh, we're going to talk a little bit of bass fishing, you know, the big question with Cody Ryan has been, are you fishing the FLW? Are you fishing the BASS opens? What are you going to do? You're going to start your own tour. We just don't know yet, and we're going to ask that question and find out a little bit about the fishing and the lake levels and all that kind of stuff around here. Um, I want to find out. Oh, and I'm going to tell you a story about $80,000 uh, ski boats going over the uh, going over the falls and Marble Falls. What? Yeah.
0: No, well, we talked about that. Stacks of them. Yeah, 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 Stacks yeah, yeah. All it's right. been happening.
1: It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Uh, only one place right here. Seven, uh, Sunday morning, seven to nine on 104.9 four nine. The Horn or twenty four seven three sixty five at the Outdoor Zone dot com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother TJ. Whack 'em
0: and stack 'em, would ya?
1: All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. This is your deer shooting, flatter, gigging, dub-blasting, hog dog, and bass-catching, mountain-climbing, fly-fishing, four-wheeling, adrenaline-junkie Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast from the Bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. On 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Don't forget to share the podcast on iTunes, The Outdoor Zone. McBride's Gun, Central Tech's family-owned and operated gun shop. Yeah, that's where you need to go. If you've been having problems with that rifle already this season, something's just not working right. They got a full-time gun. Smith on site there to help you with all your firearm needs questions repairs maintenance need a youth model rifle yeah don't just stick any old rifle in the arm of that little guy as you're teaching them how to shoot little guy little gal Uh, make sure you get a youth model you'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years over in the corner of 30th and Lamar call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. Because McBride's guns is our hometown gun shop. So, Mr. Graney.
0: Yes. What am I gonna do? Where next are you year? gonna go fishing? You're just gonna Man, I don't know. Just stay around. To the be house? honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean I got lots of lots of irons in the fire. I was uh I was signed up or or I still am signed up. My deposits are sent in to fish the FLW tour. <laughs> I was on the waiting list, you know, with all the change up of the new uh, Major League Fishing and Bassmaster stuff. um, I was going to fish, thinking about fishing the tour before all that even came out. Right. I loved uh, the idea of getting a tour season in. They took away the co-anglers. They announced that early on. Uh, in the year that they were going to take away the co-anglers and and cut the field size down and i thought well this is my chance before they do that in 2020 i want to get in there and get a season under my belt and and if i can stay you know in that uh points race and and continue on and fish flw i love i love the program the tour (coughs) and uh (coughs) it was the place you'd go to make money you know when you were looking for a tour to fish and uh, that's what that's what was always said about it. Right. And uh and then we had this major mix up like never seen before. You know, the industry can't hold three tours. Can't hold three major tours. So something's going to give at some point within the next few years. I don't know what that is. Um like I said my deposits are in for the FLW tour this year. I don't I don't think I'm even going to accept if if I do get in at this point right now. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I I haven't fully decided that, but if, uh, I was supposed to know Thursday and then it got pushed to Friday and then I still don't know. Well, what about,
1: what about the Bass Opens?
0: So Bassmaster Opens, they've been open to register for for the last week and a half, two weeks, and, uh, I haven't registered for them yet because I've been waiting to see if I was going to fish the tour. The Bassmaster Opens, a big, uh, demanding schedule. ...for the Opens this year. They're going all the way up to Wisconsin in the Central Division... ...over to Tennessee and, uh, you know, Oklahoma and uh, Alabama... ...I believe is what the schedule looks like. Something along those lines. And So it's a big demanding schedule in itself. Well, they cut the pay down. They brought back you win, you're in. As far as the Bassmaster Classic, so you win a Bassmaster Open... You now qualify well, that was one of the things for the class. That, got a lot of guys to that fish. was the draw. Right. You know, that was the deal. And well, how
1: can they be cutting the money, the paybacks down? Because that's the big thing about all the anglers. Like, anglers is like, you know, yeah. start making it worth our while to do this. And right. A lot of guys, a lot of the, uh, I mean, even the, the new tour, they. All agreed, no entry fees.
0: Well, that's a whole different the new tour. The Major I know, League but it's all money is, coming in. What are you going to do with the money? Well, you know, that's an months? angler run thing. That's a whole new strategy, a whole new model. It's uh, I know, but look what it did. It that
1: that model. Yeah, it was, was a big draw. S- kind of messed up a bunch of the other two.
0: Yeah. Well, I think what happened is because entry fees went up. In the FLW minor league team, we call them kind of the minor league team. You got the Costas for FLW, and you got the Bassmaster Opens. Well, entry fees for the Bassmaster for the Costas went up. They're up to nineteen hundred dollars a tournament for this minor league tournament. Holy cow! Yeah, and then you go over to and so they're they didn't change their payout, but their entry fees went up. They're making up for the FLW Tour uh, taking away all the co-anglers. You know, they got to make up that money somehow. So they took out the co-anglers because that's what the pros wanted. And, well, now they got to make up that money. So they didn't change their payout scale on the FLW Tour. But they lost a revenue generator in the co-anglers. And then you go over to the Bassmaster Elite Series. Obviously, they got gutted you know, with, with the new tour that came out. I mean, they they were left with 30 guys or something, you know, 25 guys on the Bassmaster Elite Series that all the other guys went to the Major League Fishing, uh, you know, uh, the... Uh, what if? The, the other tour. And so now they're going to be struggling. They had 110 pros last year. They, they got it up to 75 and called it. This year coming up, they're going to have seventy five pros uh, fishing the Elite Series. They pulled in guys. Jay Ellis is going to come back and fish on the Bassmaster Elite Series. They pulled in. I mean, they were they were grabbing. They were grabbing for guys. What did what was disappointing is they didn't go back into the. Uh, they went down to like number ten or fifteen, I think, on the Bassmaster Open side, point side. But they didn't just exclusively pull their guys from the from the the group that was has been supporting them trying, trying to, to qualify yeah they didn't pull their team from that they went and tried to pull names they went to flw and pulled a handful of people that had never even fished a bassmaster open and uh so that's a little disappointing then dropping the pay pay uh scale down to 30 grand for a win when uh you know you got four events going from tennessee to Wisconsin to, I mean, 30 grand on a win. To win one is incredibly hard. That's terrible. And then get paid 30 grand. No that's, boat. That's, no incentive money. That's no the nothing. open. That's the
1: Bassmaster Open. So, you know what? What is a, this is a random thought on that stuff? And yeah. I guess if you're not really into bass fishing, this might not be clicking with you on what, but I mean, It is one of the major outdoor events and activities of of the outdoor industry. Oh, for sure. And the sports. Uh the sport of outdoors. Um but you know, what if they just said, Okay, we're gonna put the elites in the opens back and just make it one tour, Bassmaster tour, and just combined it all together and then leave the You know, the Costa or whatever, leave those little, the smaller ones. But I, that, that, the the number one, I didn't follow any of that. The number one thing complaint when we used to do our big bass tournament here, we did Central Texas Bass Championship. The number one complaint by the anglers was our registration money should come back to us. Right. All that registration money ought to be payout and uh and then our deal was to pay for the event we used sponsors that's how it all worked and uh i just man i don't i i after going with you to alabama yeah and spending a week in alabama and all the battery tire gas food lodging <laughs> Shh, all my wife's listening all the things that it takes to get to do a week as right. a professional angler, that's not including, you know, lures, hooks, baits, all that stuff. If I
0: didn't fish the opens, I mean, it's like I could afford an airplane. You, you know uh, what I mean? But what I'm saying is 30— <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Wink,
1: 30 grand right. is— That is not enough money for a guy to win no. place first place because if it drops off drastically after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you went, you win $2,000, man, that didn't even, that barely if, and then yeah, the you're main, supposed to be making a living or covering the time you took off right where you were supposed to be making a living, you know, and, and those guys, a guy fishing the bass opens is not a, uh, you know, $12 an hour helper somewhere. He's, he's a guy who's worked hard and he's investing yeah. his money and,
0: it's, well, you got you to have some money. You got some twelve dollars an hour guys that have worked their tail off well, for years and years and years and saved up, and this is their this is their big deal, you know. Oh, and, and then you've got some guys that work their tail off. That well, have then they're taking up in everything. A company they or own a company and have to try and manage that at the same time. It's not a winning proposition. There is nothing in favor of the angler. As I far can't as the believe opens, they took the boats away. Opens or Costas go this year. Look, I love both organizations. I'm a life member of Bass. I'm a. I mean, I paid you know the big dollars to be a life member of Bassmaster. I'm a. I'm still a fan, but they are not. Neither organization is favoring the the minor leaguer now and what's going to happen is is the f uh, mlf major league fishing the new pro bass tour bass pro tour they're what they're going to do in the next couple of years they've been talking about developing the minor league what does that look like for the pro bass tour you know how do you work your way up into the pro bass tour and Man, FLW and Bassmaster, if they stay with what they did this year, they're gonna they're gonna lose that as well. You know, they already lost the biggest names in bass fishing, uh, FLW and. Uh, Bassmaster already lost the biggest names in, in, in bass fishing on the Bassmaster Elite Series. Now they're going to lose all the guys, the feeding grounds, the guys that are feeding well, those tours. They're going to lose them too if they come out with something that makes sense and pays so, a few bucks. So
1: it kind of has a feel to it, like um, like all the high fence ranches. Uh, where it's really expensive to go fish fit hunt on a high fence ranch and the, and the ability to go hunt is really expensive if you don't have uh, somebody to help you figure that out yeah and uh and and what happens is all these high fence ranches those guys you nobody can hunt, afford to hunt on them so people just quit hunting because the access is too hard and then what happens so you're right ml, uh, Major League Fishing is is got to add that part. And if they, they can do that, if they can do that as cutting edge and as smart as the way they've done what they just did, Yeah, those FLW and, and BASS are going to be in a world of hurt. And that's terrible because BASS, the classic, has been uh, the life dream of every angler since the beginning of bass fishing. And
0: FLW has been the trendsetter, the cutting-edge organization for 30 years. You know, when they came out, uh, they were, you know, they were the major league fishing of the time. They freaked people out. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't know where I'm fishing in 2019. Heck, I may not be invited to fish anywhere. I may may not be able to fish anywhere. I can guarantee, though. That on my Saturdays here in Central Texas, I will be fishing Bass Champs because I love those guys and I love the camaraderie of our local guys around here. All right. There it is.
1: We'll be watching and listening. (laughs) It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Hey, coming up next, news of the weird. You don't want to miss it. It's about a vomit bag and rotten sharks. Oh, lovely. uh, At the Disgusting Food Museum Mm. and more. Only one place. Right here, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, Mm. 104.9 The Horn, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I Fish does get you're listening to the outdoor zone all right welcome back it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse sun auto service service family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company Since 1978, they work hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. Sun Auto hires ASE certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles. They require all their technicians to complete an intense training program so that your vehicle is worked on and maintained by properly trained professionals. You want
0: me to tell you how good they are? Tell me how good they are. Earlier this week, I called them because I had a light on on my dash, and I said, hey, I need to bring my truck in. I've got the exhaust light come on. that's come on on my dash, not the diesel exhaust fluid, the other one, the bad one, and uh, I need y'all to take a look and see what it's going to take to fix it. Is it just a sensor, or do I got to do something more? He said, okay, Cody, bring it on in. on my way to Sun Auto Service, the light went off. I called him back, said, we're good. The light went off. And they fixed it. I didn't even have to show up. It didn't cost me a dollar. <laughs> when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake
1: repairs and transmissions, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Repair Shop nearest you. Go try our family location, the one over at 405 West Slaughter Lane, or there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and the Lakeway location's the newest location at 1206 Ranch Road, 620 sunautoservice.com for more details. sunautoservice.com for more details. Now it's time for your news of the weird.
0: Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird.
1: Malmo, Sweden. The dead mouse in the Chinese wine sure looks nasty, and the maggots in the cheese tend to put people off. But nothing is more horrible to an unaccustomed palate than the Icelandic fermented shark. It's the worst, or so say the experts. It tastes like chewing on a urine-infested mattress. Okay. Said Samuel West, who, as a curator of the Disgusting Food Museum, knows a thing or two about unpleasant Victuals. It's a fermented sort of rotten Icelandic shark, he says. Anthony Bourdain, the late TV personality, called it the single most disgusting thing he'd ever eaten. And I totally agree. The Spicy Rabbit Head to Fruit Bat Soup, the collection now on display in the Swedish city of Malmo, aims to challenge perceptions of taste and help visitors contemplate what one culture's abomination is another's, why one culture's abomination is another's delicacy. Grasshoppers, cooked animals, skulls, other body parts, including an eyeball, are on display and pots and on boards oh my gosh asian food uh yeah just
0: just in general asian food
1: <laughs> late let's <laughs> see latin Chinese american buffet. dishes include mexican menudo tripe soup as well as peru's roasted guinea pigs speaking of
0: menudo <laughs> roasted guinea you pigs you remember when we went out to eat family sunday afternoon family dinner and uh and my wife eat. my wife ordered menudo she she got it confused with something that I don't know what she'd had she'd had something recently that was a Spanish word and so she ordered <laughs> remember that yeah and it smelled terrible and we like it was like gagging everyone at the table
1: well it's it's menudo is an acquired taste it's kind of like a mixture of a bunch of it's like brains isn't it I don't know what all that's in there yeah I'm sure somebody's gonna call and just <laughs> tell us what's in menudo but. I uh, I could tell you. Salt dog will look it up. He's on it. Uh, how uh, how long should you leave your deer on the ground, or how long till oh, it's you
0: just beef stomach? That's all. Okay. Not brains. So I'm sorry. Just stomach. <laughs> well, that's not bad. You know the it... part that you. Take out of a deer and tripe though. It's not just the stomach; it's tripe. So it's the nasty lining of the inside of the stomach. Yeah, lovely. Mmm. Mm. That's just lovely. Ugh. Jeez. But
1: nice, what me. were you saying? So, question is: uh, How long should you leave if you shoot a deer? How long can you let your deer go before it? Uh, the meat goes bad before you... Field dressing uh, it or... Before you have any of that stuff done, I was watching a show the other day and a guy stuck a deer. Mm-hmm. And he left that night. He didn't want to go push it. And it was cold there. It was really cold where he was. Next day he finds it. Blood trail, everything's great. And uh, so he finds his deer. But it was all night long, guts in, in the cold weather. It just I think if it freezes...
0: If it's that cold, I, I mean, I think it's different here in Texas because we don't get very many night, very many days and nights that are that cold. Or like snowy, you know, where it's packed on ice. I think if it freezes itself, it's fine uh, to go overnight with the guts in. Here, though, you know, it can be 50 degrees outside, but you stand in the sun... In the beating down sun, you know, and it's going to warm that deer up a lot higher than fifty degrees.
1: Well, this article I was reading, the guy was saying that in some cases it could go several days as long as it's not hot out, right? And or
0: gets hit by the sun, you know, like the old magnifying glass effect.
1: I don't know. I guess it's
0: all in temperature, and then
1: it also talks about. It says hot, hotter weather will cause the meat to spoil faster. So if you're operating a weather that is 80 degrees or more, then you'll need to act even more urgently. Cooler weather will slow down the rotting process. So if you're in cooler weather, you can go uh, go about the process a little more carefully. Humidity and moisture can also speed up the rotting process. So oh, yeah, it's the decomposition that the decomposing is what in uh, is the big fear. Going twelve hours in cool weather like we've had here over the last now. See, I don't think see, it yesterday was, yeah. it got warm, right
0: during the day. Right. So if, and you shoot it the night before, you think it's going to get cold because you just woke up to twenty nine degree temperature. Right.
1: Well, if you it didn't get cold enough, if it last sat all night. night, if it sat all night and it was in twenty or thirty degrees, even right. forty, I don't think it's a problem. But I'm
0: saying you think that's going to happen the next night, and you realize last night didn't get below cold. fifty. Didn't right. get below 50. It was 29 the night before. So you can't do that in Texas. I just say you can't do it in Texas. You would think, okay, it was 29 the night before. It's fine to leave my deer out there. I, I don't think you can leave a deer in Texas overnight in 50-degree weather and be 100% okay. You know, what if you nick the stomach? You well, know, one and opened the, up the
1: whole... Well, I know. and that, So one of the things that I was... Uh, another thing that kind of brought this thought process up was so all the different ways that i've processed deer over the years right i mean i you and i we've cleaned deer and got dirt all over it or in the early days and took it to the butcher and they said we can't do anything with that didn't know i mean we didn't know we didn't have any idea it had leaves all over it and you know and we had to go back in and meticulously remove what meat we could and uh And it was it was horrible and the and then I've had it where you take the meat and you immediately put it in trash bags and then you stick it in the cooler. Well, I've had guys say, man, that's just keeping it all warm together or where you just gut it and then you stuff the inside with bags of ice. Yeah. And you take it to the meat market. Right. And, you know, the trick is and like when you kill an elk. You know, they say, gut him, spread him open, let him start cooling down. Right. Get the guts out, let him start cooling down. You take some aspen branches, you know, and do that whole thing. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, you've got, I'm so particular too. and you know, one of the reasons why I go to Johnny G's is because they are very careful about trying to keep your meat, your meat. Yeah. And not just in most places, it's just, okay, you got 18 pounds, you're going to get 18 pounds of somebody's. Right. right. Deer meat. Right. And for me, it's like, man, I'm so particular. I don't want somebody who's not been as particular as me. And so I guess you could say, well, do it yourself then. Yeah.
0: We have all the stuff.
1: I know. We both. We have all the <laughs> stuff and both of us take it to Johnny G's.
0: <laughs> well, for 30 bucks, I get him, 20, uh, 20 packages, clean packages done of hamburger. Right. And so I your can't, steaks. I, I mean, it's going to take me a lot of deer. To make that $500 back that I we spent on that grinder.
1: <laughs> Archery country, you know, one of the things that, that really brought this conversation up was when you stick a deer, it's a whole different process. They're not falling. Well,
0: not when I do it this year except four yards. you do it four yards is what my dear range.
1: hunters and not hunters alike are enjoying the sport of archery and there's only one true archery shop in austin that's archery country the very best brands matthews elite and hoyt all matthews. the gears targets arrows and accessories are on site and available for professional installations austin's only full-size gun range what uh, when you shoot a size bow
0: range when you shoot a matthews they only go four
1: yards the deer only goes yes, four yards. Yes. How about a crossbow? They got them. <laughs> Go see our buddies at Archery Country. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard, austinarcherycountry.com. Austinarcherycountry.com. All right. We'll be back right after this. Uh, when we come back, game warden, field notes, and more. Only one place, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, seventy nine. right here on 104.9 to Hort or 24 at the outdoor zone.
0: You know how far four yards really is? Started feeling ill, and the weak ones started passing on. Young ones, they could not sit still, and the preacher's voice rolled. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish On.
1: Almond Brothers, baby, come yeah, on! Yeah, baby! All right, God is good. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. The fall is finally here. It is here. Yes, Perfect is. weather to hit the ranch. That's why you need something to get you. T- get you into the great outdoors and back again. So drive something that's comfortable, has lots of storage, and it'll get you get the job done right. And a vehicle from Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin, like the 2019 Ram 1500, better performance, more efficiency than ever, 100 safety feature, and this thing is powerful. It can tow 12,500 pounds. Or how about the 2019 Jeep Wrangler, the iconic Go everywhere, vehicle. Are, there's new two and four door Wranglers arriving almost every day at Maxwell Super Center. Here in Austin, the best part of it all, you can get it right now at a fraction of the price during the Ram Power Days and Jeep Adventure Days at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. So if you want to save thousands of dollars on hundreds of vehicles, head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Sales Leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com.
0: Now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes.
1: On October 7th, game wardens in Presidio and Brewster County were patrolling south on U.S. Highway 67 when they were flagged down by some motorists on the side of the road who were victims of a hit and run. The suspect vehicle's description was given and the game wardens headed south in pursuit. State troopers were advised of the accident and were able to obtain a better description of the vehicle after investigating the victims. The game wardens located the suspect vehicle in a missing driver's side mirror. A traffic stop was conducted, and the driver was arrested without incident just outside Schaefer, Texas. The trooper working on the accident case came to the arresting, resting location to match the chrome from the debris left by the (laughs) suspect's vehicle at the accident location. The driver of the truck was charged with accident involved damage to a vehicle, a class B misdemeanor and placed in the Hudspeth County jail. During transport to jail, the suspect freely admitted to being in a hurry to see his girlfriend in Mexico, the case is pending. Huh? <sighs> A
0: it's, big deal coming. It's. It
1: is. Uh, it is
0: the rut right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They'll do anything. Yep. Uh, seasonable. I, I see you put down here the uh, stock tr- uh, the trout stocking. Yes. I was going to mention. Uh, I've got that on my notes, too. It starts this month, and that's a big deal. You know, the cooler months of the year, the state stocks rainbow trout in certain areas across the the uh, the state. And uh, you can go out and catch those suckers and fillet them up, no, maybe. No,
1: you know what we did? So when I was in Colorado this year during yeah. the summer, I went, or spring, I guess. I can't remember when I went, but I was... I went fishing, found this lake, went fishing, caught all these trout—legally, legal trout, rainbows yes. and brownies—and uh, and took them back, start, gutted them, just pulled the guts out, right? Didn't scale them or do anything right. like that. Just gutted them, left the heads on them. Oh, you did? Yeah. And then I took a, started the barbecue grill, right? And just put them on the barbecue grill like that. No, I put. I put olive oil on the outside of them a little bit, yeah, and just cooked them on the grill like that. Son, good, huh? Yeah, you don't have to scale, it. and then you just that skin on the outside just kind of peels back, right, right, and right. it's just got that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, go and you know the a day or two, the day they're stocking them or a day or two after is the best time to go. Take a kid down little there. salmon
0: eggs is what you fish with those little salmon balls little red ones yeah (laughs) yeah right a little gold hook and a bobber i mean that'll catch them right how do you catch these things
1: well let's see i'm trying to figure out what they're saying is the best way to do it i think that's the best
0: way to do it i'm telling you i'm a i'm almost a pro um but, yeah, so check out where they're stocking them. They're stocking all across the state. There's uh, neighborhood ponds and creeks and rivers all across the state where they stock these trout. Yes, uh, three
1: thousand three hundred twenty-two thousand rainbow trout will be stocked at locations from November 30th through the beginning of March. Because rainbow trout are unable to survive the Texas after To survive in Texas after winter, anglers are encouraged to keep up to their daily bag limit of five. Rainbow trout are an attractive, tasty fish found on many restaurant menus, and anglers can easily find recipes to prepare these fish online. In Texas, children under 17 fish for free, but a fishing license is
0: required for adults. Yes, even if you're just helping your kids fish, uh, make sure you have your fishing license. Just go to Texas
1: Parks and Wildlife's website, and they have a link on there for um, where they're stocking and when they're stocking them. Yeah. The San Marcos River, that whole area right there, that's a a big spot. They also have some areas there that are— Yes, but they have some areas in there that are native fishing and— Catch and release only. Catch and release, yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to look at it. Uh, so make sure you pay attention to where the regulations are. But yes, trout in Texas. delicious. We only get it at a certain time of year. So uh, take advantage of it. Not only does the 2018 Accord... Man, I'll tell you what. This Honda Accord has it all. Have you heard some of these features? The cameras and sensors all around the vehicle. They've got a multi-angle view behind their vehicle when they're backing up. It's the Central Texas Honda dealers. Check out the Accord, the 2018 Car of the Year and on the 2018 Car and Driver 10 Best List. It's made that list 32 times. So get this, you're automatically, the car will automatically brake um, if it determines an unavoidable collision. It will adjust the wheel if you cross over into a different lane without signaling. My favorite feature, with adaptive cruise control, you can set what distance you want to keep from the car in front of you. If you get too close, the car will slow down. What? I mean, that is awesome, dude. I mean, your insurance rates should just drop drastically for just driving a Honda Accord. That's my opinion. Solve your Honda envy at any one of the Central Texas Honda dealers online. CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Go see your dealer for details. Um, yes, yeah, so Beefsteak and uh, Rick Burr have um, pneumonia together. We'll leave it at that. Uh, but they did shoot some big hogs yeah, this week. So this and the hogs seem to be taking over that hill country like I've never seen and these before. Because we had that th- problem as well.
1: These hogs that they're killing are uh,
0: they're bigger big hogs. Yeah. They're bigger hogs. And I'm hearing that more and more and more, that this year for pigs in the hill country is just skyrocketed. And And the one thing that I think is different in a lot of these pigs, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've noticed... In um, these in these pigs that uh, everyone's shooting over in the hill country, there's a lot of Oreos, a lot of spotted, you know, white and black. Oh man, mixed I, pigs. I, I, and do I don't you do
1: that. Do you when you see a group of pigs and you go to shoot one? Do you pick
0: out like the colored one or? Some I'm not a big di-
1: pig hunter. But if you see them, you shoot them.
0: Well, yeah, shoot on sight. Yeah, but I don't. i I've, I've never had the opportunity to pick. One. Oh, if I see a group, usually of them, mine, mine are running, and I, I just pick one in the crosshairs and squeeze the trigger. I, I always yards,
1: when, whenever I have, I, I guess I kind of do that with my deer. Uh, as well, if I see an abnormality or just something that makes it different so just a black hog, if it's black with a white spot or something, yeah, I just am drawn to just whacking that dude <laughs> over the other options. But beautiful thing about right now, it's a great time to be hunting hogs, great time to get some... Johnny G's makes a
0: breakfast sausage out of that stuff that is just to die for. Now, we've had this debate I don't know if you and I have had it, but hog hunting at night during deer season. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. The I game wardens it. ask that you don't do it. It is legal. Yeah. But the game wardens ask you don't do it because they get calls all night long. So during deer season, hold off on your... on your, Right uh, till
1: they come to the feeder in the morning and Yeah, they'll be there in the morning.
0: Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the Bunkhouse. Coming up next, we've got all your favorite segments. We've got your uh, Armed Citizens Report, your Peter report, all that more. You don't want to miss it. It's one place right here. It's the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone from 7 to 9 right here live on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com.